A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I also don't like the term when it's used for someone who has an attitude at yeah, work yeah. and they own that attitude and think that everything that they say has got to be really provocative attitude, yeah. attitude and that's their that's brand. That's badass. Badass. That's just obnoxious. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rachel Bella. And I'm Suzanne Mushin, and you're listening to the Big Payoff Podcast. Rachel and I have been best friends and business partners for over 19 years, and these are the conversations that we're having about work, even when we're not working. And you know what? We bet you are too. Rachel, did you see the Emmys? I saw parts of it. Why? Did you see when Jane Fonda, I know you watch, what is it, Lily and Grace? No, Grace and no Lily? I, I can't anymore. I can't bear it. Oh, um, they didn't come out for that. There was a moment that I found so upsetting, which was they brought out as presenters Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, and Dolly Parton, who were the stars of Nine to Five. Oh, right. yeah, back in the day. And Jane Fonda, in particular, looked so. I saw her. Awful. She looked like a, a like a, a very old Barbie doll. Yes. But it's so funny because those three women were such badasses. Suzanne. They they defined badass. That was the whole point of that show back in the day that there were these men treating them like they were pieces of shit and the three of them really busted the system and broke out and broke the rules and owned their lives and I, I wish they had all come out as badasses. Yes, they're just, not owning their badassery. They're not owning their badassery, and it, it led me to think, why not? You Be know, have I've noticed that that term for women is around a lot, and I am not completely sure it's always a compliment. I mean, I think it's a compliment, but I have a very specific definition of what it is. But often, the term badass. What does it really mean, and especially when it comes from a man, when a man says, oh, aren't you a badass? See, I find that patronizing. I do too. And I find it patronizing because often people will say it to me for one of two reasons, either because I've said something in a meeting that was in contrast or, or went against... Contradicted the, somebody. Yes, or went against the grain of whatever right. the momentum was at the meeting. And afterwards, they'll say, oh, you were so badass in that meeting. And I find that so patronizing. Yeah. And the second way they'll say it is, if they know that I've done something outside of work, like when I ran the half marathon... And somebody would say on a comment on Facebook, oh, you're so badass. I, I find it 
insulting and patronizing. Well, what it means is that the bar you've set for me is so low. So low. And because badass to me means, wow, you really break the rules. But when men say it, it's like you're breaking my rules. Well, who set the freaking rules? And who said that just because you work and do stuff outside right, of work makes badass. you a badass? Well, one of the other really bothersome things about the term now is that it's been associated with working really hard. hard yeah. Like, oh, you're working 100 hours a week. That's so badass. Yes. No, it's not. It's fucking twisted. Yeah. So why why do you like it when it is a compliment in your mind? What's what's it complimenting? Well, it has to feel to me. You're right. I was scared doing that. It was a massive risk. And I did it anyway with attitude, with attitude. Have you done anything like that recently? No. <laughs> um, You're post badass. No, I'll tell you. There is somebody who's a badass. When I when I close my eyes and think badass, my friend Elizabeth Streb, who's a choreographer who would never allow the word choreographer. She's actually an action specialist, a slam <laughs> action yes, specialist. Yes. And she is badass because she breaks every rule, she takes no prisoners, and she turns back to the rule makers and say, you're faking it. E- even rules about things as basic as gravity. As gr- Well, that's the final rule where she's like, defy gravity. Yeah, yeah. I remember her most from the London Olympics where she had her dancers. I'm sure she doesn't call them right. dancers. Walk down a building, but walk like yeah, they, their feet Define were on the, the building. building, and their bodies were out straight as if they were walking. parallel to the ground, yeah. right? Yeah. And then bungee jump off the London Bridge. Yes, and then I mean, it's like it's true badassery. Where where actually the danger of dying—that's the ultimate test of badassery. Oh, you really, you really want to be a badass? You have to be evil Knievel. Where the danger of dying? Or who's the guy who walks over that that oh, I saw the, the tightrope tight guy? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, there's no net. There's no net here. I think that's true metaphorically, not just... Yeah, except for her, it's real. I want to just talk for a moment about what does it mean? So if we were to take the term and define it for somebody that we wanted to compliment. Like if a, if a mom says to her teenage or college age daughter, you're such a badass. I love that. I love it. And I love it. But I, I, I want to give a caveat to that. It needs to be said when you know the young person stepped way out of their comfort zone and took a big risk. What is not cool is, you know, Oh, you're taking that second AP? You're such a badass. Totally. It's like now you're rewarding someone for basically playing by the rules on steroids. I also don't like the term when it's used for someone who has an attitude at yeah. work. Yeah. And they own that attitude and think that everything that they say has got to be really provocative. Attitude, yeah. Attitude. And that's their that's brand. That's badass. That's badass. That's just obnoxious. <laughs> We've had in a colleague of ours in a meeting, she would use a phrase like, I'm about to knock your socks off. Right. Or, well, I know you're not going to like what I'm about to say. And Suzanne and I would get really excited. <laughs> At the edge like, of our seats. Like, yeah. oh, this is going to be badass. Yeah. And then it was like, 
this number is in the wrong place. (laughs) You shouldn't have used green. Yeah. So you can't fake it. I mean, being a badass, I think, is a state of mind and you embody it in every way that is authentic. So maybe you dress to present it that way, or maybe you just have a teeny bit of swagger, but not the kind of swagger that's fake, but just a confidence, which I think is good. But when you step out of the rule game and start making your own rules, the confidence that comes from that is unfakeable. It's like, wow, you are really feeling the power of making your own rules and going... I'll judge whether I like that rule or not, whether it works for me. And if it works for me, I'll play by it. But if it doesn't, I won't even consider it. So when we come back, we're going to be talking to Elizabeth Streb, who is, you know, there's no even category for her. She's so badass. She is technically a choreographer. She has won pretty much every prize there is in that category and beyond. She's a MacArthur Genius Award winner. She's a Guggenheim Fellow. She's, you know, she's gotten all the prizes from the from the rule makers, but man, is she a rule breaker. And she has a company, Streb Action Lab, Streb Company, in Williamsburg in Brooklyn. And if you go down there and see a show, your the top of your head will blow off because that's what badass looks like. B-A-D-C-H-I-C, looking so sexy, make them debate me. She not me because it's just one me. I'm the M to the I-double-S-Y-E. Lights come on, I trade, transform. Give me that, baby, come, come. Hello, Elizabeth Streb here. Hey. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. We've been talking about this term badass, which has been um, ascribed to women a lot lately. She's a badass. That's really a badass thing to do. And we're kind of irritated by the overuse of the term and the misuse of the term and the patronizing use of the term from men to women. And so we were talking Mm -hmm. about, like, actually... There, badass isn't just an attitude, it's an action. And then we, of course, go, well, who's the original acting badass? And it's Elizabeth Strett. Absolutely. When you think about it, and you know, we still implode underground in a lot of ways. You know, the influence isn't uh, pop culture necessarily, although it is pop. So um, we lead the way in terms of infractions on that level. So is so. Tell me whether the term "badass" resonates with you. Does it resonate? Like, if someone calls you a badass, does that sound like a compliment or like, shut up? Oh, it's compliment, but I think it's accurate. You know, I think that it depends what context they're saying that word. Um, I, you know, I think that we all know that women don't do what we do for the most part in, in, in the culture. So if someone says to you, Elizabeth, um, you're a badass, what does that mean to you? What, what, how do you break down in your mind what actually is a badass? What, what's a real badass to you? Someone who does what? Or is what? Well, in, just as a caveat, when people are calling you a badass, that still means they recognize that on some level you're creating, you're performing an infraction against what's expected or what's normal. So in a way, um, they get way more upset when you're really breaking the rules. 
than they are when they recognize that, oh, women usually don't do that. So I think it still is within a corral of acceptability when women get called badass. It's it's more about behavior than actions, usually, in my in my opinion. I, I, that is so true. It's like, oh, you're breaking the rules a little bit. But if you broke the rules a lot, then it then it isn't a compliment anymore. So let, let me ask you about you. And, you know, I've seen pictures of you going way back where you had long hair. You didn't really look like a badass. I could see the twinkle in your eye. You had some badass in you. But when you were coming up as a young person, did you did this just come on you as like, fuck that, I'm going to break the rules? Or when did you start owning that identity? You know, I, I think that it was a recognition of taking your toe across a line, a certain um, essence of transgression and how upset people would get when you would do simple things like go too fast, like fall off your skis or your motorcycle or and 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 the you know the the societal lurch toward trying to protect you would instill or me in those circumstances would instill anger when really all I was doing was pretty normative behavior that guys did all the time and got praised for so I was very clear that um, I was very clear that the distinction between the expectations from a girl quote unquote or a guy are so so far apart. And I think that at that point, I started to really boil, boil underneath my surface and decided to, not because of that, but I really decided that, um, you know, the, the sectors of action and performance I was interested in were off the charts. They're not mapped. They're not mapped. They're unmapped ideas and unmapped actions. And that's where I was going. Did you develop the whole physical persona, the way you dress, your hair, your glasses? Did that come out of the work that you were doing or did you kind of fake it till you make it? I'm not suggesting you were ever fake, but did you put that, you know, wardrobe on as a way of saying out loud, I am a badass? Uh, you know, I always just thought it reflected my insides. And I think I, because because I went to a, a Catholic grammar school and high school, until I was 17 and I went to college, I really didn't know how to dress. So I was experimenting with it for decades, really. And I think it evolved into my mohawk haircut, the glasses that I wear now, and how I dress was very slowly evolving. But I definitely, um, I definitely was testing the waters as to, well, who am I anyway? Because, you know, you don't discover yourself immediately. And I think it just had to do with getting clearer and clearer about my warrior self. So being willing to engage in that kind of physicality as a woman, um, and maybe it's because the gauze of comfort or the gauze of protection that society puts around women is because they have babies, back up, don't hurt them, you know, our generative organs, whereas guys can do crazy things and, you know, they don't worry about their sperm. So I think that a lot of it is me rejecting the way women get treated and seeing it as an error of, of um an, an era of perception to try and protect me because I didn't need it. I, lo- so I love I, that. So, so let me ask you on the warrior front. You're tr- let's let's ask uh, let's talk about how you train other people to be unflinching to to go 
unmap to like break the rules? How do you train your dancers who are – I don't even think of them as dancers, so I'm putting that in quotes. How do you train them to to be fearless in the way that you are? Um, you know, I think it's a, not really a training. It's just picking people that I know I can see that slight trickle of blood coming out of their nose in the corner of their mouth. I can see it. I can see that their hunger and their curiosity is based on that whatever, this is sort of a Beckett quote, I think, but whatever occurred that did not occur before, that's our zone. Mm. And to go into unknown zones is a dangerous, dangerous um, venture. And I'm looking for people who are willing to risk something about discovery and it really is a pretty, um, I think, philosophical idea. It's not just let me break every rule I can find because the rules, you know, that's not that interesting, of course, because rules were established based on some body of knowledge. And I want to break the rules that haven't been made yet. On a new body so, of knowledge. On a new body of knowledge. Right. On a new body of knowledge. And the, the I don't train them to do that. I, I pick the people that already have that in there. You actually can't train people to want to get cut or hurt or bruised or scared. Uh, they got to walk into the room um, with that appetite, with that thirst. Oh, my God. That's so awesome, Elizabeth. This was gold. This was gold right here. Gold. You are the best. And what am I going to say? You are the best. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So, Rachel, what did you... Learn. If we want to give people rules for how to be a real badass at work, what's our advice? Well, all, all, all my advice comes directly from just what Elizabeth was saying. And one of the things she said that I really heard loud and clear was, if you want to be a real badass at work, you have to take an action that is a real infraction. That is, it breaks real rules. And you have to know why you're doing it and do it loud and proud. Yeah. It's not about sneaking around and stealing candy bars from the supply closet. Sometimes that's nice to do, too. No, badass is to, like, take your jack boots, kick the door down. <laughs> exactly. Take the box of candy and, <laughs> and run put it, out the office. And put it right there on your desk for all to see. Yeah. Um, so my rule for you, for anybody listening who really does want to be a badass at work, would be um, 
make people uncomfortable. Be prepared to make people uncomfortable. So if you're in a meeting or you're pitching an idea, do something and that or say something because you know it'll shake things up, but for good reason. Yeah, you have to know why. Otherwise, you're just obnoxious. Yeah, don't be obnoxious or sassy. But if you're thinking something that might make people uncomfortable, instead of choosing not to say it, yeah. say it out loud. And I'll just do a corollary to that. When you're feeling uncomfortable regularly, flip, make a flip on the mat and say, you know, I'm tired of being made to feel uncomfortable in this situation. I'm going to make them uncomfortable. Nice. I'm mad as hell and I'm not taking it anymore. I would also say, please don't call yourself a badass. Never, never say it in company, in the company of your coworkers, but also after work, don't go, oh, I was so badass I was today. such a badass. It immediately disqualifies you from yeah. being a real badass. Never say it. Never and use I, it about yourself. Ever. Right. And I, I would also say you do kind of have to dress the part. Now, you don't have to have a mohawk and dress in zoot suits like Elizabeth Streb, but you're not going to be able to dress like, you know, your Aunt Mary Jane and then expect to come off as a badass. So your outsides have to match your insides. If you're going to be a badass, you know, break some of the rules of what you're wearing. Yeah. And how you're looking. Own it. Own it. Outsides I mean, match the you know insides. What? I, I think we should invent some new words for badass because yeah. the, the, the term is really overused and even on this show, I'm starting to hate the term. Hate it. I'm starting to hate it. I hate you. <laughs> You're such a badass for saying that. <laughs> All right. So what are, what are some new terms we can invent for people? Um, I, I like the term fierce. I know it's a Beyonce. Oh, I, I, like, I like fierce. You're so fierce. It's, yeah. Well, that sounds very like sexual lesbian yeah okay there's nothing wrong with that no but when, there is when you're looking <laughs> with yeah flirty eyes i like um you're a warrior yeah i like the warrior you're a work image. warrior you're a worm warrior <laughs> i like warrior i i like the term you're dangerous <laughs> i like the i like you're a snack <laughs> that was a shout out to Ariel and her friends who invented that word last week. And it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's actually. gross. It's kind of gross. You're yeah. such a snack. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to. No. We're going to end. No. On um, how about unmapped? Yeah. Because you're off. You're off road. You're, oh, off road. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if any of these go viral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag off road. Rachel. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. We'll be back to the big payoff next week. You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't say I can't go with other boys. If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the Acast app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. You don't know me. Don't try to change me in any way. You don't know me. Don't tie me down, cause I never stay. Hello? Uh, Elizabeth? Hello. Elizabeth? No.
Elizabeth? No, it's oh, the wrong number. Sorry. No, it's the wrong. Oh. Okay, wrong thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Was that nine? What, what did you dial? 